Warning, the facts you are about to hear are based off two hours of researching the pros and cons of history's heroes and most controversial figures. This is Pros and Conquerors, the bad boys of history. You never listen to the Pop Smoke album? I was thinking about being Pop Smoke for Halloween. Just the, the no, just the hair. Put the shades on and just do a dance. Shorty, light skin, tatted. Then I need your number and that's that. I need your number and that's that. It's been a while. All right, we're good. And the first episode drops Monday. Yeah, man. Christopher Columbus Day, also Thanksgiving. Great day to drop up. Honestly, actually, a great day to drop it. <laughs> We'll see what happens. It, it should be, should be, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, great day, like timely, like uh, because Thanksgiving is a troubled history as well. Was he part of Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving coming to America, you know, I mean, all that stuff. It's just we didn't really touch on that, but it, either way, it's Christopher Columbus Day. It just works out nicely. Yeah, true. And then, yeah, true, true, true. Natives getting sh- shit on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, That's enough about that. Okay. <laughs> Good segue. Uh, we're back from our another episode of Pros and Conquerors, the Bad Boys of History. I'm your host, James Jam, Easy Cummings, and I'm here once again with my co-host, Colin Cummings. Nice. Sick intro. Nice energy, dog. Wow, you jumped right in there. That was crazy. Uh, You're really good at that. That's amazing. I got to work on that. What? That intro, the intro skills. Yeah, I'm good at the intro, and then it's all downhill from there. You know what I mean? They're like, wow, I get everyone's ready for a sick podcast. And then by the end of it, it's just like, uh, <laughs> what? That's um, all good. What? Uh, anyways, bad, today. Bad boys of history, man. Uh, speaking of bad boys, how about we mix a, get a bad girl in the mix? Ooh, are you a bad girl? Are you a bad girl for, for Christ, maybe? Um, <laughs> we're, ta- we're gonna talk about a saint today. Was she a saint? What is a saint? Is she a humanitarian or a or a evil uh, leader of a big cult or something? I don't know, guys. Uh, we're talking about the one, the only Mother Teresa. <laughs> yeah, now, coming to the stage, Mother Teresa. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> Hearing that that name with that with that voice, yeah, you're yeah. saying it is crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Tip Tipper. She does a lot of hard work for God. Um, yeah. So uh, first of all, I do want to talk about. <laughs> The definition of a saint. What do you think a saint is? Man, you're going that deep, eh? Okay, uh, I, I always figured sainthood was like um, you did so much good throughout your like religion or like, like just throughout your people. Yeah. And then uh, after you passed away, they decided to, to make you a saint. True. As, like, a, as a kid, I thought being a saint was like to be a little more than human. Like maybe you... Had a couple miracles here and there. Like, I, I was wrong about that. But I just remember growing up thinking a saint is, like, something a little more than human. Like, you're a human on earth, but you you lived a life that had some miraculous things happen or did some miraculous things. Now, you, you had a couple of miracles here <laughs> and there. Webster's Dictionary <laughs> defines a saint as a person acknowledged as holy or virtuous and typically regarded as being in heaven after death. That doesn't sound too hard. I'm a saint. You are a saint. I'm on the path to holy sainthood. And, holy and virtuous? Yeah. yeah. I, I think I'm holy and virtuous too. Um, <laughs> and then a second definition is a very virtuous, kind, or patient person. She's a saint to go on living with that man. What? Why does it have to be that? Why you go like... Whoa. You know, I, but that is a phrase I've definitely heard before. You know what I mean? That guy's a tough guy to deal with. His wife is a real saint. Yeah, that's true. You know? You never hear that. Yeah, you hear that with the guys sometimes. So Mother Teresa, man, I uh, obviously... Always heard good things about her growing up. I remember, like, it's like if you uh, if you were good, but you weren't great. Sometimes people would say, "Well, you ain't no Mother Teresa." You think you're all good, but you ain't no Mother Teresa. <laughs> like she was like the pinnacle of like being a great person. Uh, like female Gandhi. Female Gandhi. Fair Straight enough. Up. Yeah, yeah. That's exact. That's exactly what I made it as. She wasn't mind. Indian though. <clears throat> she wasn't. No, you thought she was. God damn. She's like Albanian. What? Yeah, she just did her work in India. So she Uh-oh. became a, nine, a nun in 1931, and she served as a nun for over 20 years in the convent uh, school in Calcutta. Okay? 
we're off to a good start. She's just serving as a nun, right? In Calcutta. In Calcutta. Uh, that's well. Okay, so even as a kid, apparently when she was like nine years old, she knew that she wanted to do missionary work. She knew she wanted to do charity work, and then yeah, she became a nun. She just like had that in her, like that's what she wanted to do. She thought that was a great thing to do in life, just be a missionary. Wow. So, yeah, she. I think it all started off as a you know a good, a good uh, reason to get into it. Now, in 1946. There was a war going on between Hindus and Muslims. India was at a real troubled time, poverty all over the place. And that's when she said she felt a calling to leave the convent. She said, I I had, I had to leave the convent and help the poor while living among them. Like she wanted to leave the convent. She needed to live among the poor. It was an order to fail would be a break of faith. She, she believed this was God's plan for her to get out there and live amongst the poor and, uh, and start helping them on the ground level. Wow, yeah. that's what Martin Luther King did. So so far, so good, Mother Teresa. Yeah, she's uh, right up there, Martin Luther she, King. She's she, doing good things. And uh, yeah, so this is uh, when you know that was a, a great thing, and uh, that was 1946. Now in 1949, a group of women came to join her to help her efforts to help the poor, the poorest of the poor. She was out there helping, like she was all all good at this time. But as 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 things got bigger, you know what I mean. As things get bigger, then that's where people's legacy can get a little cloudy. Yeah. Uh, when you're when you're just helping a couple of people, it's like you're being a good person. But when it, it gets bigger, you get more fame. That's when things can get a little crazy. Are you saying she got jaded? Well, <laughs> so so she inspired a lot of charities around the world. Now she, this is this is back in the '40s. So now in the '50s, she started the missionary uh, of. The Missionaries of Charity Foundation. It started off with 13 women, but by 1997, 4,000. Uh, oh, cool. and, and it was running orphanages, AIDS hospices, and just different charities around the world. She did inspire a big movement okay. to help the poor. Like This is a, a great thing. Now, here's where we get a little muddy with Mother Teresa. She was getting, because she received millions of dollars in donations. Millions of dollars in donations. So you would think that she's running a nice nice place there but of course um man the conditions in these hospitals and these hospices for people were fucking appalling they were disgusting uh they were they were reusing needles on people no <laughs> um, she took out she took out uh beds and like replaced them with with uh basically like little pallets like just like a little like almost like a hammock but like very uncomfortable thing to lie down in right yeah, yeah. like not not nice so these are like Where's all these millions of dollars going, right? That's where yeah, where people call into question after. But even from outside in, everyone was like, oh, she's doing a bunch of work. She did inspire a lot of charities. We, and I feel like one thing I noticed um, with Mother Teresa, I feel like, uh, I not to skip ahead to the end, but my overall thoughts on her are her legacy is more important than the work she did. The work she did, yeah, it was a little bit like, it wasn't top-notch work. She's cutting corners. She was cutting corners. <laughs> she was definitely cutting corners. But she did inspire charity. Same way, and like you said, female Gandhi. Gandhi inspired a lot of uh, nonviolent movements. A lot of yeah, a yeah. lot of great things. Maybe he wasn't the best humanitarian, but the the legacy, the yeah. legacy can be more important than the actual work. And I think that is what we're going to find with Mother Teresa as we go. True. I I forgot to ask you off the top because usually I do this. Is what what did you know about Mother Teresa heading into today? Just as, yes, like I said, female Gandhi. I knew that she always helped people mm. and she like cared for people who were starving. Mm. Right, and then I heard slowly that she would like let people starve to death. She was like, <laughs> it was very. That, that's, uh, that's what I heard. Like basically, she gave people like the bare bare minimums to get by. Like she's like, "Oh, you're poor, you're sick, yeah, come over here." But at the same time, you're not gonna be treated like you're getting millions of dollars in charity. That's for sure. You're getting treated like you got a roof over your head, you got a, somewhere to lie down. And apparently, I don't know if this is true, but like the the people that hate on her uh, are saying like, when you got taken into that place, if you were a sick person put in the bed, like they didn't even really let you leave your bed. They didn't have like a yard to walk around in. Like it was pretty much like. You're just lying in bed waiting to die and in pain. No painkillers allowed. No painkillers allowed. No painkillers allowed. No painkillers allowed. Pain allowed. They're Why? Re- reusing needles. So no painkillers allowed because she said that uh, 
what was her thing? She said that basically pain brings you closer to to Jesus. Oh, okay. Yeah. There we go. There it is. Oh, she said she said no painkillers. Pain makes means Jesus is near you. Suffering is an opportunity to share in the passion of Christ. So apparently there was one one time where uh, a guy was in or a guy or girl was in a lot of pain, a lot of pain. and, And Mother Teresa said, you know what? Suffering is kisses from Jesus. Wow. And the person said, please tell Jesus to stop kissing me. Is that what the guy said? Yeah. That's one of the stories. Wow. Yeah. The kisses from Jesus. She's she's a crazy person. That's a crazy person. <sighs> no, well, okay. once once we hear that, that's a crazy person. She she wanted the people to suffer. Well, not want them if to, but she to. was like fine with it because it was like bringing them closer to God. Is suffering an opportunity to share in the passion of Christ or God or religion? And I and to be honest, yes. <laughs> it is. A lot of times, if you're living a life where you have no pain, no suffering, you, you will never uh, turn over to God and ask for God's help and, re- and realize God's blessing. Um, it's, it, but, but pain in terms of uh, a stubbed toe, uh, an ailment, all yeah. those things, is that the same? Because usually when they're talking about pain and turning yeah. over to God, they're talking about like emotional shit. True. That's true. That's true. You know, going through that, like they call it the dark night of the soul type mm. shit. You're like questioning yourself and all that shit. That's right? true. Not like belly pain. Yeah. Like, bitch, just give them, give them some fucking milk. Pain, pain, some painkillers, yeah. Give and some painkillers, and penicillin. And, and funny thing, running running theme with your your initial interpretation of the female Gandhi. When she had a heart condition, she went and got the top medical treatment oh. you can get. She went <laughs> to like one of the best hospitals Bro, in the world. Bro, I love that shit. Left That's India, went to Switzerland, got got amazing uh, treatment, and uh, was not getting any kisses from Jesus. She's like, you know Man. what, Jesus? I'm good. No, she's like, she's like, you can give that to somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I'm already close enough to God. I don't need this suffering to bring me any closer. Took a private jet <laughs> to the best facility. It's funny when you look at some of like these pictures of Mother oh, Teresa. Fuck. Like, yes, she's wearing like the the nun uh, suit, but we should definitely for this episode we should put up as the the display pic for it is uh, her wearing sunglasses, just looking like she's in some de- designer shades, looking like a little bit of a mafioso uh, Teresa. Yeah, that's what it seems like. I don't. Uh, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, so she did let people like starve and be in pain. That's actually wild. And I bet you're wondering where did all the money go? Millions of dollars. I, well, I mean, are you wondering? I'm kind of wondering, but I feel like I know. I feel like she. Took are you guys it. at home wondering? I feel like she took it. She took it. You think she's just spending money on herself? I, I, I think, I think, yeah, her and her family and her peoples. Uh, well, I'm sure she kept a little bit for herself, but the majority, she, um put in secret bank accounts that ended up going to the Vatican. No. Yeah. What? Yeah. They fe- so they found out she had like a bunch of secret bank accounts that uh yeah, all led to sending all this like like tons of money to the Vatican. She's evil. She's an evil lady. It but then but then we have to ask, okay, is a saint just a Catholic thing? Is that only like a No. It can't be. Uh, probably. Can you be I, the only reason I ask is because as we go along, as we judge her for what she's done, if she's worth being a saint. Okay, st- if she's worth being a saint, man, she actually did some some major work for Catholicism. I'll say that. Like her main thing in India was definitely not helping the poor. When it got down to it, it wasn't like she's spending these millions of dollars to make poor poor people's life easier. What she was doing was making a charity, making money for the church, and um turning people over into ca- Catholics. Make what the apparently fuck? while people were in their deathbeds against their will they were baptizing them. Oh yeah? Oh yeah, she was like you guys are going to be Catholic. <laughs> so so I don't know if that ma- it doesn't make her a good person, but doesn't uh, make her doesn't make her a good Catholic, a good crusader of Christ. That's weird, man, because like yeah, only it's only in Catholicism it says Eastern Eastern Orthodox, but yeah. So then maybe Oriental she's Orthodox, yeah. Orthodox. Not a doctrine. Not a humanitarian, but definitely uh, could be considered a saint. She was right. Re- yeah, of course. If you, she was, of course, in the Catholic world, mm-hmm. in that whole clique, that would be a saint. She was bringing numbers. She was br- bringing numbers. She was bro. like top sales guy of, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? She's Fucking. like, she's like, fuck all that baptizing when they're born. Yeah. We're gonna baptize them as they die, and we can just knock them right out. 
What's bang, that? Uh, send them right to heaven. What's that movie about um, selling stuff? You know what I mean? Uh, uh, <laughs> Alan Gary and Ross or whatever. What's it called again? Oh, the ABC. Like yeah, always, always be, be closing. closing. Her, her thing was ABB. Always be baptized. <laughs> no matter what, you don't want to be. You don't want to be close to Christ. You're getting there. She's just uh, walking around with a super soaker in that place. You're going to heaven, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there's people. So there's people that were Hindu. Didn't want any part of being a Catholic. Of course. Got, they're, they're dying on the street. She picks them up. She puts them in a bed. They're like, what am I doing here? And she's like, no, nah, no, nah, you're getting baptized. Like she's That a, was happening. She's like a mafia. Mafia. It's mafia like a, for the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, man. She was a hardcore, hardcore recruiter. Like, fucking same way people come to your door and they say, hey, do you want to learn about Jehovah's Witness? She was like. She would knock on your door and just spray you in the face and be like, hey, you're Catholic now. Well, the problem is you didn't have a door because you were poor. And she would just pick you up and go baptize you. <laughs> she was just driving around in fucking blacked out trucks, just picking people up. And and when somebody... Con- <laughs> so when like a journalist confronted her about like, yo, you're not really helping the poor over here. Like, what's good? She apparently said uh, that she, she, wa- like, she wasn't trying to alleviate po- poverty. Uh, she's like, I'm not a social worker. I do it for one reason. Christ, make more Catholics. Whoa! Yeah, so that's really? what she said when when a when a journalist confronted her about, you know what I mean? Like, because if you're hearing that millions of dollars are getting donated to this lady's charity, and then you go to look at the conditions and you see it's like, it's not much better than living on the street. Yeah, like it's yes, you get a bed, but you don't get medicine to make your pain easier. You, yeah, you you get prayers and you get baptized. They just bring you in so you get baptized. That's it. That's her whole thing. Make more Catholics. So yeah, man. Wow. Yep. Even when na- so obviously India has had some some natural disasters in her lifetime. She never offered any aid with her millions and charitable charitable donations. Just prayer and medallions. Yeah, she's just like, listen, if you're not Catholic, you're not you're not tapping into this shit. But when so when I read that, I'm like, wow, just prayer and medallions. Wow, that's bullshit. But how these medallions look? Let's hear about these medallions. It's not. <laughs> Let's hear about these men. The medallions, it's not about what they look like. It's about what they did. Are they like big old fucking, like big old belt buckles? Here's She's saying that Louis V medallions and shit. Let's talk about miracles here. So, oh, miracles, really? Uh, Mother Teresa has two miracles on her record. Yeah, let's let's go back to the pros for a second here. Yes, the hospitals are crazy. Uh, not nice. Yes, she siphoned a bunch of money to the Vatican. All she a- gave was prayers and medallions when, when shit was going down. But what did the medallions do for people? Okay, so there's two, there's two uh, miracles that she's been accredited for, like that are miracles, miracles. Okay. Now, in 2008, a Brazilian was close to death. An infection had him, had had his brain with abscesses and a, and accumulating fluid. His worsening condition made him fall into a coma. His wife Fernanda prayed to Mother Teresa for help. Now, a priest gave Fernanda a relic of Mother Teresa. When the couple got married, she put the relic. On, on her husband's head where he had the, the tumors and recited a prayer. In the last ditch effort to save his life, he was sent into surgery to drain the fluid from his brain. But before the operation, he miraculously woke up and he said, what am I doing here? And he was okay. <laughs> what? That's, that's the miracle? Wait, wait, wait! And wait, where they put the medallion on his head? Yeah, like on his brain, just pray, under his pillow, and they prayed. And that was it. Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Wait, you're not impressed by that? I guess. I I don't know. Like, like, what does science say it was? Do they have anything? If, science if, says miracle. <laughs> <laughs> they they called that a miracle. It was a miracle. He had he had tumors in his head. They prayed over it. Put the medallion under his pillow. Prayed to Mother Mother Teresa and his and his and he was all of a sudden okay. Wait wait wait. She was dead when this happened. This Mother. When did Mother Teresa die? Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure she was dead. Bro, you don't have uh, internet on there. On yeah, computer. But it, I, I feel like it's easier to do it this way. No. Such a millennial, bro. But I'm doing the same thing. Uh, I'll tell you about the other uh, miracle. While you 1997, uh, she died. Okay, yeah. So there in you go. Calcutta. Wow. How dope is that? Calcutta ate her up. I shouldn't say how dope is that. How oh, dope is that? I'm sorry, Mother Teresa. Um, yeah, so 
Uh, the other one is a French girl who said touching a medallion from Mother Teresa healed her ribs. She'd be, she had been broken in a car accident. But this healing didn't happen quick enough to be seen as miraculous. So they didn't actually count that one. Yeah, she touched it and then 12 weeks later her rib was healed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, it, just, it just healed at a regular pace. Um, and then there's one other one. A Palestinian girl recovered from bone cancer after seeing Mother Teresa in a dream. But the church waits several years before to ensure that there's no reoccurrence. So we're still waiting out to see if that one's a mir- mira- uh, miraculous recovery. So but these miracles happened after she died then. That's when 2008. Mir- yeah, yeah. That's when okay. miracles happen, don't they? Well, no. I mean, if you're going to say somebody's performed, a mi- like when they say Jesus performed miracles, it's not when he was dead. They're yeah, like- but that's Jesus, man. You- <laughs> we can't all be like Jesus. Well, she was trying to step up there, obviously. No, no, no. She, she was, was. She was going hard. She. I, hmm. She was going hard. I don't know, man. She like. I won't say she went harder than Jesus, but she was going pretty bad. No one hard. goes harder than Jesus. She was going hard, man. That's crazy. Yeah. So afterwards, so I, whatever. Yeah, I guess they're miracles. I don't think so. I don't know. It's, it's debatable. Because that girl that had a dream, she could have just like had a dream. Like maybe she was just like, Mother Teresa, help me. And then she saw her in a dream. And... I swear there was one other one I had written down, but I. Where, where is it? Oh, what was that girl's problem when she saw Mother Teresa in a dream? Uh, when she saw Mother Teresa in a dream, she had bone, can- bone cancer. And it went away? And it went away. It was, uh, but, but they have to. But sometimes cancer does go away, right? So. Yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, yeah, she saw her in a dream. Okay, she had bone cancer. She saw Mother Teresa in a dream, but the church waits several years to ensure before. So there's no reoccurrence. These guys but, are reaching, man. The other one is. Where's the other one? These are reaches. Um, no, that's the first. Where's the first miracle? Mother Teresa's first miracle. Oh yeah, this one's good. She made millions. in 1998. Monica Bursa went to a missionary's charity home in West Bengal, India. Okay. As she had a fever, headaches, vomiting, and swollen stomach. She had begun treatment for tuberculosis the, the year before. However, the medications she had taken intermi- intermittently depending on what her family could afford. I don't, okay, okay. So she couldn't really afford it. So they hadn't kept the, the lump was growing in her abdomen. Surgery was deemed necessary, but she was too weak and under, unwell to undergo it. So after she started praying to the missionaries of the charity and uh and what did she have a photo of mother teresa and a medallion that was touched by mother teresa's body this one was this one was nice you know what i mean this this, <laughs> this medallion was great. she had that fire pack medallion so they put they put that fire yeah they put that top notch medallion on her belly where the where the 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 thing was growing inside her belly right and uh, a sister said a prayer while asking mother teresa for help Bursa awoke early the next day to find her tumor. Abracadabra had disappeared. You know what? I don't think any of these are Mother Teresa. I don't think any of these are miracles. You know why? Because she wouldn't do it. She wouldn't heal people. She didn't have a track record of healing people, mm. did she? Why all of a sudden now when she's up in heaven and all of a sudden she's healing, wouldn't she like be like, nah, I'm going to have that person come up here all Catholic Okay, 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 okay. I hear that. But. You know who did heal people? Who? Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> uh, and and maybe <laughs> the fact that she turned so many people over to Catholicism, when they pray to Mother Teresa, he's like, "Oh, oh, you're talking about my my main my main my main bitch, my bottom bitch, the one that turned all these people over to Christ." You know what I mean? Whether they liked it or not, of course I'm gonna heal your your tumor. Oh, no you think it's like that? Well, yeah, Jesus, Jesus is a good guy. Hears it, he's like, "All right, let's let's do that." And like Mother Teresa's behind them, like let him die, let let him die, let him Jesus, Jesus, let let him die. Hold on. Science science looked into that one, uh, and him. and they said that uh, she could have been cured by medicine, but there's no way that mass could have went away that quickly as it did. So it was a miracle. Science looked into it. <laughs> I love I love the idea of science looking into miracles. Science is like, was that a miracle? Fuck, it was. Maybe God does exist. God damn it. They're like, don't say that, Johnson. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. Yo, Mother Teresa, um, Mary Mother Teresa, that's not her name. No one's, yeah, yeah. When you become a nun, uh, you don't get your, you choose like a name. Uh, so her, she chose the name Therese, 
because it was uh like basically like the patron saint of um missionary work but she changed it to Teresa because there was too many people named Therese in her convent already but she she called herself Mother Mary like like Mother Mary Teresa oh I don't know that's what insane. what was her original name Mary though? No, look, that's her original name. What's her original name? She's fucking Albanian. What Albanian's name? Anjez Gonjez Bonjehi. That was a solid try though. Go, you try. No, okay. It's a uh, Anjez Gonhi Baechoi. Yeah, something about that second word makes <laughs> us speak a little Chinese, but um <laughs> Man, so she just chose a name. This it's this is like a rap crew. This Catholicism shit. Oh, you, you didn't get know in, that? you get to choose a nickname. Yeah, I got a nickname. Do you? When you get uh so I'm not I wouldn't call myself a Catholic anymore, but when you uh get to grade eight, you have a thing called confirmation. Yeah. Uh, you know confirmation, you know what that is? I've 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 heard about it, but let me reset while you okay, explain. So a, it. a confirmation oh, is yeah. basically confirming that you're gonna be Catholic. You're you're in grade eight now. You you know everything. You know what I mean? When you're a baby, you get baptized. You didn't get yeah. a choice in that. When you're in grade one, you get first communion. Yeah. That's taking that body of Christ on, on the on the tongue. Uh, Good Lord. When you think about This is that, why you don't say pause, because you've been talking about shit like this. When you think about time. that, when you think about that though, isn't that a little fucked up? It's like it's like you're oh, you're in grade one now. You're old enough to put Jesus in your mouth. <laughs> Isn't that a little bit fucked up? No wonder priests are getting these weird ideas. They're like, well, if they're old enough to put Jesus in their mouth, then they're old enough to put Father Ted in their mouth. I'm the next best thing. Uh, yeah, so that's fucked up. That's a whole other story. Catholic Church, y'all, you, you crazy bastards. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Maybe they didn't deserve those hundreds of millions of dollars that were supposed to go to charity. Right. Instead, they went to fucking covering up pedophiles. Uh, that's a whole story for another day. That's that, yeah. That's what that money she had. Well, I won't say it all went to that, but yeah, if it went straight to the Vatican, that's wild. Yeah, it did. I'm How sure much it, money was it? Hundreds of millions of dollars. Actually, hundreds of millions of dollars uh, for her to just let people like pat. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, to, just, just she, to let people like die. she did inspire. She did open orphanages. She did have hospices, but they were bad conditions, and. uh and yeah, hundreds of millions of dollars in secret bank accounts of the Roman Catholic Church. That's wild. But That's let uh, wild. Get back to the confirmation. So yeah, you get baptized as a baby. First communion grade 1. Now, now you know grade 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. You don't have to show, you don't have to prove I'm with you God. You know what I mean? I already did it. I think I'm 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 eating the fucking thing every Sunday, right? Yeah. I'm putting body of Christ. Okay, yes, amen. I'm I'm confessing my sins once in a while, oh, telling yeah? the priest, priest whatever. But now in grade eight, it's like, are you really about that life? Do you want this Catholic shit? Uh, you're old enough to decide. How old are you in grade eight? Thirteen? Twelve? Like, yeah, yeah. You're thirteen. You're practically 14. an adult. Mm -hmm. So then they say, hey, are, are you sure you want to be Catholic? Come get confirmed. So conf confirmation. You're that's, confirming that you're Catholic. So that's like the priest. Thing. That's when you choose your rap name. Really? And, I, and mine's St. Patrick. Actually? Yeah. James Clark, St. Patrick Cummins. <laughs> uh, so you choose, your, you basically choose your Saint favorite. Patrick, that's the most Irish thing ever. Obviously, that's why I chose him. Wow. Uh, so you choose a saint name. And uh, that, that's the one that I chose. Everyone can choose theirs. So uh, Mother Teresa chose uh, Mary, Mary today's, I guess. She told Mother Mary. Yeah. Like, isn't that, isn't Mother Mary like mother of Jesus? Well, they say, okay, so no, she was a sister. She was Sister Teresa up until uh, the 1950s where she chose to go do her own thing, like leave the convent and actually just live with the poor. That's when uh, they say she, she uh, left being a sister and she became a mother. She became Mother Teresa. Oh. Yeah. Because yeah, she did, she did bigger things. The thing is, she did do big things. Like she did, yes, she did siphon money into the Catholic Church. But the fact that she started this whole charity movement, it is something. It is good. It is good. It is. Her legacy is is like, great. Like I guess she opened up some shit, but like it's a little wild. She does have thing. statues. Uh, the money to the Vatican is crazy. Yeah, especially knowing, especially as time goes on, you only learn more and more about 
corruption in that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, give me your thoughts on the Vatican. You probably know more than I do. <laughs> I don't want to give too many thoughts about the Vatican. It's just it's its own city. It's very big and it's very privileged. Like you know, you gotta it, like I think the people from there have their own passports and stuff. Like it's 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 ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Why is that? It, it has everything more, you just said. There was not bad. It's its own city, and they have their own passports. But what they're they inside. To? They're inside a place. It's it's literally like somebody being like in Toronto and being like, okay, now we're or not not its own city. Sorry, it's its own country. Yeah, yeah. The Vatican's yeah, yeah, yeah. inside of Italy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's its own country. But tell me the, the bad. Tell me uh, that's bad. How is that bad? Because it's a religious entity, and it's just taking up land, saying, "Yo, this is ours, and we're we're not a part of this, and we're here, and we have all this artwork from all these places, and we don't have to explain how we got it." And I don't think explain, that's the bad part. We don't have to explain any of this shit. We, they have to explain nothing. It's crazy, and I don't think they pay taxes, which is even more wild. Oh yeah, because it's a religion. It's just why would they pay taxes? Because <laughs> they're a country now. Mm. But they're yeah, they're their own country. So why would they? They have to pay themselves taxes. Yeah, you gotta like pay. You gotta. I think pay they things. do pay themselves with other charitable <laughs> donations. Bro, yeah, and then oh my god, like yeah, that's weird, man. That's like an uh, a outside entity being inside the country, and it's taking money from all the citizens. Ten percent. That's tithes. Ten mm. percent. Oh, you don't know what? Like when you have to pay your tithings at like church and shit. Oh, oh, like the, yeah. There's a theory, like uh, you don't have to, but. Yeah, but the theory is ten percent. Yeah, you know? something like that. Yeah. yeah, so like imagine that's happening. Like, let's say fifty percent of all Catholic people are doing it, mm. and let's say only ten percent of that money goes to the Vatican all the time. <sighs> that's a lot of money. Now that gets me thinking about like these mega churches and preachers. That's not even Catholic. That's more like Christian. But the same idea of making the preacher rich. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, people have a problem with that. I personally do not. I, I I'm not a religious person, but. I do have love for these preachers that know how to fucking preach like these guys. That... <laughs> so a couple of years ago when mm. I was when I was like very depressed, whatever. And I uh, I came home and uh, it was like three, four in the morning. It was like four in the morning. Maybe I was feeling sad. Whatever. I turn on the TV and I see a TV preacher, Joel Osteen. You ever heard of him? Yeah, of course. That's the one I was thinking about. Joel Osteen. And man, you want to talk about a motivational speech? This guy's looking in the camera. Telling you that life's <laughs> gonna get better, and and of and this course, and that, yeah. and he, and and I was like, get yo, and that made me feel better, and it, and it made me feel uh, like being having God in my life more, not religion. Like I wasn't like, oh Jesus, this Jesus that, but just being like, you know what, God is good. Be thankful, be grateful. Yeah, life can get better. So, what these guys do, even though I I came to the point where like I can't really listen to Joel Austin anymore because it's just very repetitive. But there's another guy, Stephen Furtick. You ever heard of him? No, no. Okay, so he has a... Is he a young preacher? Like a cool-looking uh, guy? He's a cool-looking guy. Yeah. He yeah. wears, like, ripped rip jeans yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I know, I know who it is. Uh, any, any of you guys out there, follow the account Preachers and Sneakers on uh, Instagram. You ever heard of that? No. Why? So, for all these guys that are ri- uh, rich pastors, basically, like, they'll show, like, how they're wearing, like, $1,000 shoes or whatever, Yeezys and stuff. Or, you know what I mean? Preachers and Sneakers. Check it out. But a lot of people hate on them. They're like, oh... You shouldn't be preaching and, and, and spending all this money on clothes. But Joel Austin, Stephen Furtick, these guys, yeah, they make millions of dollars, but I think they deserve it. They they're straight up they, they do, but they should they, pay taxes. They're so good at they're so good at what they do and they make people want God in their life. They make people want to do better in their life. Like so but like it's t- like a motivational speech. It's Tony like, Tony Robbins, it's like Tony Robbins has Robbins. arguably done more than Joel Osteen mm. in turning people to higher powers because he always talks about a higher power. And he's rich too. And he pays taxes. Okay, you're really getting hung up on the taxes. That's because Mr. Why don't, you go, why big, don't you go sit on Uncle Sam's lap? That's a, little <laughs> bitch, After what the government has done to your people, because, because you're, you're all defending. Oh, no, why can't we pay because, more taxes? Because if you're like, like you're not giving, you're not opening your church to hundreds of people who are in need when there's floods and everything or natural disasters. But you talk all that big shit about doing that for people. You're not paying any taxes. You're charging all this money for people to sit and hear about God. You're doing all this stuff. It's a very beneficial system for him and not even for the country. Like, that's not that's not right. Do it's, they charge money to come sit there? What? Joel Osteen? Is it? Whoa. Dog, it's like a Tony Robbins ticket. You pay, like, front row? Mm. Bro, it's like Super Bowl money. Oh, okay. Because I've been to Elevation Bro. Church. and like, How do you think they're making the money? 
like passing the bro. He has like a, he has passing a huge, the collection plate around. No, bro. He has like a huge place. I want to say it's like a. Uh, I don't want to say arena. What's it is, bigger? It is. No, his is. It's an arena size. It, it was. It used to be uh, where the Houston Rockets play. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So he has all that, and when you get to the the front rows, bro, that's money, and they pay like they pay like a season. Yeah. Like those people make sure, and you know why they pay so much. Because certain people won't be able to pay so much. Hmm. So certain people can't get in. Like a, a rich friend of mine told me as he became a millionaire, he was like, I'm not paying this price because like I think it's a good price. He's like, I'm paying this price because I know there's people that can't. So I know I'm going to be around certain types of people. Wow. And that's what those people tend to do. And I think that's crazy. It's crazy. Go look up how much a ticket is, bro. Front well, row. Okay. Anyway, First not, of all, it's sold out. It's I'm sold out. Yeah, it is sold out. And because and, and he, he's killing every. He he he's a killer. He starts off with a joke every we, week. Yeah, we can't I like to say, start off with a joke. Yeah, yeah, he's a killer. He kills uh, no matter what. We can't argue that <laughs> from yeah. a comedian standpoint. Oh man, I I, I can think <laughs> of one of the jokes off the top of my head. Is I like to start off with a joke. Uh, ah, my let's say uh, who's the I, I from, my aunt. My aunt. Uh, she likes to pray. She prays out loud. She prays real loud. She prays real loud. Uh, she prays real loud, and her neighbor's an atheist. Her neighbor's an atheist. He hates it. He hates it. He hears her praying all day. He hates it. And one day he heard her praying. Uh, she couldn't afford her groceries. She couldn't afford her groceries, so he he hears her, and he he decides he's gonna go and buy her groceries. Puts it on her her doorstep. She comes outside. She's like, "Oh God, oh God, thank you. You answered my prayers." The atheist pops out. He's like, "God didn't answer your prayers. I bought those just to just to fuck with you, whatever, to prove that God's not real. I bought those for it." She says, "Oh God, thank you." You you got me the groceries and you even made the devil pay for it. Wow. And then everyone laughs. Anyway. I, I bet everybody in that crowd Buddy. loved that. Zing and zang. They were like, um, oh shit. Fucking. Uh, do you think people were proud? The, the funny thing is, I've, like I've heard, I've heard uh, two preachers do that same joke. <laughs> really? And and one of them said it was like his aunt and one of them said it was like an old story about somebody else. So it's so they're lying and they're biting each other's jokes. <laughs> this community's horrible. They're, oh, they're preaching on the same book too. Can you believe it? <laughs> But yeah, um, no, Joel Austin. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm over him. He's, he's very repetitive. Steve but I do like him. Like, the, like just to say, I do motivational. Like, yeah, when I listen to his stuff, I do like it. But no, if you really want to listen to some shit, Stephen Furtick, highly recommend Elevation Church. I've been to the church, and I didn't have to pay to get in. There is a collection plate that goes around, wow. and, and they do encourage putting money in it, obviously. But of course, but uh, I have no problem with these guys getting rich. Like, if I was a millionaire. After I feel like God saved my life and knowing that I listen to these preachers, I'm not religious. I'm not into like, I'm not, I'm not saying Jesus did everything. I think they're all just good stories that yeah. have a message, but Stephen Furtick, I would, I would probably give some money to, and honestly, I'd probably throw a little something to Joel Austin just because of that, that one day that I came home and he made me start thinking differently. What about like the guy who's like, I, I don't know his name, but you can see him like back when we would watch TV, he was selling like handkerchiefs that were blessed and they're like 700 bucks each i don't like that like that like you know what i mean like that there's way more of that going on than joel osteen type shit that that stuff is praying on people's desperation to get some get some god in their life like that's people that feel like so desperate like oh maybe if i get that life will get better no fuck all that i like these guys that are like basically like they're telling you how how to they'll give you a story from the bible and tell you how it makes sense today and how you can use that in your life. Okay, yeah. cool. It's just a good message. And that, and then they say, once a year, Stephen Furtick will preach hard on the donation thing. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Which is fine, whatever. Like, you, you got to make money. And and I've watched, like, YouTube videos trying to take him down saying, oh, how he has this big house. Like, a drone flying over his house showing, like, how much shit he has. But I'm like, Damn. I don't give a fuck. He deserves it, man. He does great work. He's He is. Other preachers have called him. The what? best communicator of this uh, generation, like what Stephen Furtick, you got to really? check him out. Uh, and I'll and I'll recommend I'll face. recommend an, an exact uh, uh, sermon for you that I always recommend to people to get into, and it's called Making Moves. Stephen Furtick, yeah, F U R T I C K. If we did a pros and conquers on him, I'm going to ride for him 100. percent You can't tell me this guy. Yeah, yeah, I've seen this guy. I've seen this. guy. But anyways, guys, if you if you need a little. Uh, inspiration in your life whether you believe in god you could be a total atheist and just be like take god of the equation and just and just think about or you could be any religion and just put your god in there the point is the message is just good the message is fucking good well the message is always good i mean that's yeah because god is good all the time and all the time god is good oh good 
<laughs> what is that from? That's just something they do in church sometimes. They say, God is good, and the crowd goes, all the time. Oh, and really? all the time, God is good. Wow. When I say God, you say it's good. <laughs> no, no, they don't do yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what God it sounds like. It's good. Oh, I can't find his net worth. I wanted to see it, but I'm sure it's up there. But it's all good. Oh, really? His net worth's not up there? I wonder what Mother Teresa's net worth was. Can you check that out? Ooh, God damn. Mother Teresa's net worth at time of death. But allegedly, like, she didn't hold any of the money. Like, she wasn't really... She was probably living okay, but... But, uh... What these? Yeah, man. Fucking, uh... But she, she was more so just making money. She was ride or die. She really was God's bottom bitch. She, <laughs> she was out there straight up baptizing people like crazy, making all this... She made so many Catholics, and she made the Catholic Church so much money. And for that reason, she should be sainted. Yeah, well, yeah, in their eyes, 100% she should be sainted. In their eyes, and those are the only eyes that matter. Saints is a Catholic thing. Yeah, exactly. So, where exactly. Are, so, so yeah. There's, it's it's just it's just like the argument we had last time about who's a freedom fighter and who's a terrorist and mm. whose eyes, right? It's like, yeah, she's a saint. Of course she is. Anybody listen, if somebody wired us a hundred, two hundred million dollars right now, they're a saint. They get inducted into saint. True. I'm naming my daughter I'll them. yeah, I'll I'll love them forever. Yeah. Uh <laughs> I'll remember them forever. Even in comedy, there's like uh one guy, and I'll shout him out, Dave McGinnis, man. I love this guy. Yeah. When I when I first started doing comedy, um he he liked me a lot. He thought I was funny and he started putting me on shows and he was the first person to do it. And regardless of any other things anyone else bad good or bad has to say about him i'll yeah. always remember that as the first person that actually looked out for me like not just yeah not just his show either he's like oh i also know this guy that runs the show i'll vouch for you there like just somebody that was helpful with me and it was because i'm funny but at the same time i'm recognizing that as a nice thing that he did yeah, yeah. and i'll always call that guy i always look out for him too whenever i put something out i always reach out to him and put him on it and that that his little bit of uh what do you call it not gratitude what did he give uh not charity generosity. but generosity his little bit of generosity to me at that time starting out has gave, has i've been returned to him tenfold yeah of course, and, of course and and will continue to and that and so he's like he's like god he's my mother Teresa, i guess you know yeah right like if you ins- take put god in place of mcginnis as you're saying not really no because he gave you so much he helped you he gave you this generosity. so who am i am i mother Teresa? <laughs> and then well, I guess it depends I'm, if, if siphoning you, money into if you, his church if you start doing it yeah if you start going hard for the lord of comedy <laughs> and you kind of do you've you've said to me many times you're like you'd be really good you should focus on your stuff you like you converted me you wanted to convert me. oh i'm converting okay sick <laughs> yeah and i'm taking donations and i'll send them to dave sick <laughs> no i'm not sending them to him 10 percent, just 10 percent. 10 percent, sure i'll it's give right. him 10 percent. he's a good guy um <laughs> Yeah, man. So yeah, fucking. As far, okay. So, do do Christians deserve money? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody pre- like. Pre- I, mean, I, I I rate I rate preachers. I I think if you're a great preachers, I like I I just don't like when they trick people. Like, there's so many people who are like poor, mm-hmm. and this goes in like many religions. Many religions have this where the people are super poor, but they have this thing of like being suffering as being closer to God. Yeah. So they have no problem giving up their money. Like I have a friend. I think he has like seven siblings mm. and his parents can't afford to give 10%, but like they still do. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it makes their financial situation terrible. Like absolutely. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and, and I'll say sometimes I hear this guy preaching. So it's and, like, when does it come back is like the question because it can't just you, come back in God all the time. No, they'll tell you, they'll back. tell you stories about how it comes back. I don't oh, well, know, if, I don't know heard, if they're true. Exactly. But yeah. I've I don't know if they're true, too. but I've heard when, so there's the giving season where they start doing all this preaching about giving and like even if you don't have it, you should still give it because like it's just you just should apparently, right? Judy and sometimes I listen to those stories and I'm like, buddy, you should not be telling people to do this right now. <laughs> like that part I don't really agree with. But but like I said, if I was if I did have a lot of money, I would give him I would give him just because I'm like, This guy's sick of preaching. He does a great job. Well yeah, if it's brightening up your life and you have a lot of money, that means you're like in a good place in life. So yeah, like, yeah. why not? I would do that too. Like fuck, yeah. I'd, I'd pay for some kid's college if I fucking had the money to do it. Yeah, man, I I, I played the lotto <laughs> max. I didn't win. <laughs> Was that your plan? You're like, man, I can't wait to fucking hand out some money. <sighs> I thought about some good things I would do with it. I'm like, I'm not gonna be. And and I honestly thought, I'm like, even if I win seventy million dollars, I'm still gonna go to work on Monday. Oh really? Yeah. That's a, that's a nice thing. 
I because I don't hate my job, and I and 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 I will, and I'll keep doing it until uh, if my boss started being like a dick to me, then I'd be like, I don't need this. But at the same time, why don't I just keep going to work? What am I gonna do? Like nothing. Like especially in a pandemic, Bro, I might as well I might as well just keep driving the truck. I'm not working at all. If I win the lottery, I'm done. Straight up done. What are you gonna do? Just starting a podcast network. True. Then, that's it. Fair yeah. enough. Maybe I'll do that too. Like I, that's all I would focus. Okay, on. Okay, if I win money, we'll do one together. You want? You down? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do I it. told you, man. Let's get rich or die trying. <laughs> you know who's also good? 50%. That I didn't really. Yeah, he's sick. But um, the the guy who converted or not converted, but like helped Justin Bieber. I think his name's oh. Carl Bentz. Okay. Okay. Something like I've heard, that. I've heard. I've heard him on like a podcast before. I heard him on Impulsive, actually. Yeah, I think that's where I heard him. Yeah, and I actually liked him. I liked how he was like his point of view. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing and how he was talking about God and how he was like more progressive it. Christians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was framing it cool. And and that's the thing. I, I'm more down with Christianity than Catholicism. Catholicism is is way more like strict and and you, you never hear uh, a priest that's like, oh wow, that pre-. like I guess I've had a good priest when I was younger, but it wasn't like. Not like a Christian preacher. A Christian preacher will make you like, holy fuck. I never thought about the Bible that way. True. Catholic is more like they're going to just give you the there's a there's just a way to do the service and it doesn't really divert that much. True. 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 They're not. They're like, just just come and get this. Yeah. yeah. Take this truth. We had get the fuck out. We had one good like uh, not progressive, but like different. Like he had a different way of presenting uh, the Bible and like made a little more fun and everything. This guy was. A great priest. I, I loved him. Uh, his name was Father Keith. But then he disappeared for a little bit, right? This is back when I used to get forced to go to church every Sunday. Like, my parents were, where my mom was, like, really uh, about that, right? Disappeared. Uh, and he disappeared for a bit, and everyone missed him because all the kids liked him especially, too. Not in a, not in a, <laughs> not in that way. So don't, uh, he, didn't, he didn't disappear for that reason. No, um, no. But around Christmas time, like, he was just a, fun guy he'd bring all the kids up and it would be like kids that kids say the darndest, darndest things he'd be like oh, remember yeah. kids say the darndest yeah, things? yeah he'd bring kids up and he'd be like oh yeah what are you uh doing for your sister wait for who, Christmas? who's the host of kids that say the darndest things mr bill cosby oh, okay your, your preacher's odd so <laughs> any, anyways <laughs> father this guy father keith uh he would have he'd have fun it would make make church a little more fun i'll say that mm-hmm. out of all all my years of going to catholic church that's the only guy that ever made it fun True. Uh, anyway, disappeared for a while. Especially, so all the kids were like, "Man, I miss Father Keith. Going to church sucks again, right?" Yeah. Comes back a couple months later, and he's like, "Oh, I have to apologize to the church. Basically, he was taking church money and going to gamble with it." Wow. Yeah. Wow. That was his thing. But I don't give a fuck about that. Go ahead, gamble, Father <laughs> Keith. <laughs> like you take a vow, bro. Vow of celibacy. You're not fucking kids. You're making church fun. Go, go, fucking bet on black. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess if you're not fucking kids, but you know what? I no, guess if you're not fucking kids, you can steal some money. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, if I if I if I can't steal money, I gotta fuck kids. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's one, <laughs> it's one or the other. Father Swabic over there is touching a little boy, um, and Father Swabic didn't touch any little boys. As far as Yo, I'm that's what did he stand in front of the whole congregation? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. And he just admitted it. He's like, He's I've like been the reason taken. I haven't been here for a while. Uh, Cause, yo, he loved the church and the church loved him. He was he was the only guy that ever made church fun, like straight up. He was a fucking good priest. That's fucked. Yeah, and he was just like, "Hey guys, I, uh, I've been taking money. Yeah, I, the I've reason been that gambling. Yeah, I have a gambling problem, and I've been using church money, uh, to to deal with that, to to, to spend on that gambling problem. Wow. Yeah. And what? How did everybody take that? Like. I remember my like I was I was young at the time, but I definitely remember my parents being like they like they liked him like they didn't they didn't they were mad at him for it. They're like this sucks because Father Keith like my dad didn't like going to church either. So he, even him, he's like <laughs> he's like I'd rather just just let that guy be the priest. Fucking you know what I mean? We'll get over it. But so they, they moved him to I don't know if they made him not allowed to be a priest or they just moved him to another church bro, the way they do. Right? Bro, they fucking moved him to a yeah. church in Nevada, bro. For sure, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get you a little closer to that fucking no, but. That's the fucked up thing. The church is more worried about their money than they are the kids. Like, because chances are they, they, it looks like they suspended that guy and just didn't move him. Like, when you touch a kid, they're like, oh, let's move you to a different county. Yeah. When you, yeah. when you steal money from the church, they're like, nah, nah, you can't be a priest anymore. Right. Isn't that fucked? Yeah. Catholic church. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Anyways. So, did you grow up Catholic or Christian? Catholic. Yeah. yeah. Like, deep in it. Like, Catholic. Like, you went to like Sunday school and shit. 
<sighs> probably a couple times, but not not nothing crazy like that. No, more so just had to go to church on Sunday and went to Catholic school. Got baptized, got communion, got confirmed. True. Did confession once or twice a year. Did you? Yeah. I remember in like grade seven, grade eight, when when guys started uh, masturbating and like everyone was like stressed about, oh, should we confess this to to should the priest? Tell him? Should we tell him? Are you are you gonna tell him? I, I didn't tell him. No, nah, man, you don't tell him. No, I was like, I'm mean to my sister sometimes. Uh, I lie to my parents, and uh, I li- yeah, you know, stupid shit like that. I didn't, you know. And he was just like, "You're all good." He's like, "Go yeah. say ten Hail Marys and three Our Fathers, and and, and uh, tell your parents what you're lying about." Oh yeah, I think so. Like it was like something about school or something like. Oh, uh, you got to confess to your parents too. Like, That's bullshit. Aren't you just supposed to confess to him? I know. I know. Isn't it good enough for God? Is he yeah. not good enough? Are you saying my parents are more important than God? Whoa, no, but you're supposed shit. to honor thy father and uh, mother. So you have to like go back to the. Uh, the guidelines the ten commandments don't covet thy neighbor's wife you jerk don't don't look at my wife don't kill people <laughs> don't what kill up? people don't steal uh let's see if we can get them all uh honor thy mother and father don't murder don't steal don't covet thy neighbor's wife um don't be jealous is that something i don't know gluttony no, now you're thinking of the seven deadly sins. Oh, yeah. See, I don't have any religion. I know the ten crack commandments. Never get high on your own supply. I only know that one. What? That's the only one? Yeah, that's the only crack commandment I know. And uh, I never followed it. I know, like it's that. hard. Every time I've had drugs uh, to allegedly sell, I definitely get high off my own supply. All right, the ten commandments. Uh, I am the Lord, your God. You shall worship the Lord, your God, and him only shall you serve. That's an aggressive first commandment, eh? Guys, when are we just going to admit it, okay? This, this is, these are people. These are people that were, like, just above us. That's all this is. There's, there was no God Isn't saying that a crazy this. first one? Yeah. It has to be people. Why would a God say this? The second one, you shall not take the, uh, the name of the Lord, your God, in vain. It's like, okay, God, we get it. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> like, the first two commandments are so, like... Some Num- narcissist. Number three, remember to keep holy on the Sabbath day. Okay, okay. What's that mean? It, you got to observe the Sabbath. Okay. Like Friday. Go to church, whatever? No, like Friday to Saturday. You don't do nothing. Mm. No, like Honor your father and mother. You sh- Like, I feel like this one should be more near the top. You shall not kill. Like, okay, like, can we not make that I'm more telling of you, a it's priority? people. It was a dad. Don't commit obviously. adultery. Don't, commit uh, adultery. don't steal. You shall not bear false witness. What's that mean? Don't I- lie. Oh. Uh. Yeah, yeah I thought it meant like you can't say, "Oh, I saw God," but you didn't really, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's what it would be. Don't cover your neighbor's wife, and you shall not cover your neighbor's goods. You shall not cover your neighbor. Yeah, so don't like, don't look at my shit and be like, "Yo, I like that shit." Ooh, okay, those are good. I want. There's some shit. good ones in there. There's definitely some good ones in there. This is a. This these are intelligent. Don't beings. fuck my wife. This has to be like intelligent. You're beings. looking at my wife. Ooh, don't rub your hands. Because this your is lips a, when you look at my wife. This is like a. This is like a guidelines for like test subjects. Mm. Like, hey guys, just follow this and let's see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. That's what it looks like. And just for fun, let's look up the ten crack commandments as well, since we're getting all <laughs> holy. Yeah, if we're gonna get all holy, we might as well. Uh, all right, the ten crack commandments. Just pick one. Rule number one. Oh, this is so it's small. So small. What the fuck? That's what she said. <laughs> Holy fuck. That one too. What the fuck's going on? Oh god damn. Yeah, reset those cameras. Okay, reset those cameras. Ten crack commandments brought to you by the notorious B.I.G. R.I.P. B.I.G. Um, let's get a. Okay, okay. Oh, this is so. What the fuck, yo? It's so small, man. It's a, oh, why is it so hard to find the Ten Crack Commandments and so easy to find the Ten Commandments? You know? Right. You ever thought about that? Click on that one. This one? That one. This one. All right. Number one, never let no one know how much dough you hold because you know the cheddar breed jealousy especially. If that man fucked up, get your ass stucked up. I hope there's no N-words in there. <laughs> Number two, never let them know your next move. Don't you know bad boys move in? Silence and violence. Take it from your highness. I done squeeze mad clips at these cats for the bricks and the chips. So, yeah, pretty much number one and number two go hand in hand. Number one, don't let people know how much you got. And number two, don't let people know your next move. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Number three, 
Never trust nobody. Your moms set that ass up properly. Gassed up hoodie to mask up. Shit for the fast buck. She be laying in the bushes to light that ass up. Is he basically saying even don't even trust your mom? Yeah. Holy fuck, Biggie. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy because I thought he loved his mom in that movie at least. He did. He did, but can't trust her. Can't trust that. <laughs> uh, oh, because I think she did throw out his drugs in the movie. Oh yeah. Right. She found out she was he was selling drugs and she's like threw out his crack or. Whatever. Oh, I would never watch the movie, but you yeah. never watched Notorious? No, no, no. You're against it. I, I just like I, I I like I lived through it. Like I got to watch it like live while it was happening. It's a good movie. Yeah. The guy that plays him. Looks like him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Sounds like And the girl that plays Little Kim is kind of hot in it. Yeah, Um, definitely. Number five, never sell crack where you rest at. I don't care if if they want an ounce. Tell them to bounce. It's like, hey, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, don't don't sell crack out of your house. Yeah, I couldn't follow that one either. I I never sold crack one. Uh, Number six, that goddamn credit, debt it. You think a crackhead paying you back? Shit, forget it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i didn't follow that one either yeah you you what you gave people like uh no no on layaway never never i never did anything i know i was saying okay okay <laughs> uh, number seven the rule is so underrated keep your family and business completely separated money and blood don't mix like two dicks and no bitch find yourself in a serious shit <sighs> that's true money, yeah i agree with that one don't don't mix even family, uh, even friends. Sometimes is tough to mix business and friendship. Well, I think a business is fine, but a crack empire that could get messy because mm. usually in a crack empire you have to kill people. At least Money that's this. Don't mix. At least that's what we hear in the songs. Like two like two dicks and no bitch. But in me and my bitch, Biggie with the most homophobic line. I mean, not homophobic. Home homo line. Yeah. Ever, pause line ever is uh, when I first met you. My first thought was a trick. You look so good. No, I, I, so you think I'm saying it? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Suck on your daddy's dick. Pause. Um, so yeah. So that you pause. Okay, I see. I see. That one's a hard pause. <laughs> that one's crazy, Biggie. Uh, number eight. Oh, never keep no weight on you. Them cats that squeeze your guns yeah. can hold jobs too. Okay, yeah. That's true. There's two more. Number nine should have been number one. <laughs> That's how it is. is number that what nine it said? Sh- yeah, number nine should have been number one. Uh to me. If you ain't getting bags, stay the fuck from police. If N words think you snitching, ain't trying to listen. They be sitting in your kitchen wanting to start hitting. I don't really get that one. Why should that be number one? Number nine should have been number one to me. If you ain't getting bags, stay the fuck from police if you ain't getting bags stay the fuck from police stay away from police if you're not making a lot of money so you should okay because if you are making a lot of money because people will think you're snitching and they ain't trying to listen yeah they've been sitting in your kitchen waiting to start hitting I just don't understand why this one's so important because it seems like the most confusing one to me. Oh, 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 why it's so important? He was probably just trying to rhyme words and connect things. Number nine should have been number one to me. If you ain't getting bags, stay the fuck from police. Yeah, like how? It barely rhymes, Biggie. <laughs> Tupac Bro. would have made it better. Wow. Don't Who do you do think that. it's better, Biggie or Tupac? Me? Ah, uh, man. So I think, uh, I think Tupac, uh, it's, I think Tupac is better. Um, as a person, because you, you learn so much more from him, even watching his interviews, listening to his music. Better actor. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then Biggie is just like, he's he's a much better rapper. Like, that's, you can't argue that. He's much better. What? Like it's just, he's much better. Like, he, what do you mean? His, like, his flow's better? Yeah. Even his style now is like the blueprint for all rappers, hmm. pretty much. Like, like, it goes like in like a hierarchy, I think, in terms of skill, when skill levels jumped up, almost like an evolution theory. It's like Rockem. <clears throat> as soon as Rockem started doing things, everybody like jumped up. And as soon as Big started making his style, everything changed. Every, every everybody's style changed. Everybody's everybody's style went this mathematical boom bap boom bap boom bap type of style because it was wow. just it was better. Like he showed that like oh you can do it this way and you don't have to rhyme like a hey 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 what's going on hey in the street and it, it, it. 
Wow. Interesting. I switch things around. I have a tough time answering that question, but I just think uh, Tupac has so much music that it's hard to like just just catalog wise. And yeah, it's like, hard. So it's yeah, it's it's hard to say that Biggie's a better rapper because of just the amount of songs. If you stack them up one thing next to another, how many great songs do you love by Tupac? How many great songs do you love by Biggie? Yeah. The pi- Tupac's pile is going to be taller, but yeah, Biggie had a shorter time to do what he did. So. Like, yeah, exactly. yeah, it's really. They both had a short time when you think. They about both had it, a short but time, like, but Tupac was already, Tupac was already famous when Biggie Big came out. Just came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, number ten, a strong word called consignment, strictly for live men, not for freshmen. If you ain't got that clientele, say hell no, cause they gon' want that money, rain, sleep, hail or snow. They're gonna want that money, rain, sleep. Yeah, I've been through that. Yeah, definitely fucking. No Anyways, fucking, we got no really uh, sidetracked. That's how people uh, get. Because we we went from talking Mother Teresa to talk to talking preachers to talking ten crack commandments to talking ten crack commandments. And um, well, it's because Mother Teresa is a straight up gangster. She was a gangster. It, all, I, it all comes together. She was a gangster. <laughs> she was definitely a gangster. Uh, let's uh, let's put. Can you? Can I ask you to uh, edit in? Uh, one thing, put the Ten Crack Commandments um, theme song before behind this, uh, the, the instrumental behind a couple of these quotes from Mother Teresa. Is that okay? Can you do that? Can we finish the episode that way? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. I think that'll be fun. Uh, but, but I don't know if we can do that, though. Why? I don't know if we're allowed to do that. Like, I know it'll get, like, we'll get a strike. Well, we won't get a strike on YouTube, but, like. Just the instrumental? You can't, you won't be able to monetize it. And then on the audio version, I don't know what happens there. The audio version will be fine. Just do it for the audio version. How about that? Yeah, I guess. I don't know what happens at that point. I think we're fine. Doing I think that. we're fine. I think. I think we're fine. But but we'll, before I, before we do that, I we'll will find out. We will say um uh overall thoughts on Mother Teresa today. I think uh like I said before, her legacy is better than the work she did. She left a lot of great things uh she inspired a lot of charity. Same way same way Gandhi inspired nonviolent movements, she inspired charitable movements which yeah. have carried on which uh, I I don't know what people were doing for the poor before the fifties, but I think it wasn't like a big issue in the world. Like yeah. people weren't looking at it as something that rich people were going out to try and yeah. help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the money didn't end up in the right place for her thing specifically, but she inspired a great legacy that she left behind her. Yeah, yeah. I she's a she's a wild card. She's just like she's just like Gandhi mm. because like her legacy is pretty big, but. <laughs> humanitarian wise highly questionable i don't think it i i don't know if it i guess it could outweigh that i don't know if it outweighs i don't know because my thoughts on the vatican because like if it's 300 million dollars to the vatican yeah i'm like oh man why would you do that that's that's horrible yeah but like whatever yeah she did a lot of great things the question though is are there anybody is there anybody um, protesting any statues there, of her. Yeah, there's been stat. Uh, so there's a couple of statues of her around the world, like in some in Europe, some uh, I don't know if there's any in India, but there's some in America. Yeah. Uh, and it, in her actually uh, hometown in Albania, uh, she, there was a statue of her, and somebody somebody uh, knocked it over. But it was just like vandals, like they like it wasn't like a petition or anything. Like some people True. decided to take it down. There is still statues. Well, that's of how her. it's been, right? That's how people do it. Yeah, I would. I but I googled. Uh, to to look to see if there is any like petitions or anything to take down her statues right now and there's not really I don't think she has a ton of monuments to her it's more so people are just outcrying to say like she shouldn't really be considered a saint mm-hmm. but if you want to argue to take her statue down you want to like if there's some humanitarian things I'll, I'll I'm with you I'll hear you out but to say that she shouldn't be a saint is a little bit crazy because what is a saint a saint is somebody that rides for Catholic yeah, yeah, Catholicism hundred yeah. percent she. Good or bad, good, bad or ugly, she fucking made the most Catholics. She made a ton of Catholics, Bro, and, and she made a ton of money. She probably was the biggest breadwinner of her time. Yeah, like in the movie Blow, she was like Johnny Depp. She was. Yeah. She was. She she brought that connect. She, she wasn't the, the top dog, but she connect. sold the most fucking Catholics. <laughs> she had the India connect. They're like, we can't get any Catholics out here. She was like, watch me, watch me, guys. They're yeah. like, you're Albanian. She's like. Don't worry about all that. Don't watch that, dog. I got you. She lit her cigarette. <sighs> rode off on her motorcycle. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Yeah, I got to show you the picture of her in her cigarette, uh, sunglasses. Anyways, we're going to close this episode out with uh, the 10 uh, best quotes from 
Mother Teresa over the Ten Crack Commandments. The Mother Teresa Ten Crack Commandments. Hit it. <laughs> Peace begins with a smile. If you judge people, you have to no time to love them. There are no great things, only small things with great love. Happy are those. Spread love everywhere you go. Let no one ever come to you without leaving happier. If you can't feed 100 people, then feed just one. And let the other 99 die. Ooh. <laughs> kind words can be short and easy to speak, but their echoes are truly endless. I wish some of these rhymed. Right? Yeah. It'd be pretty dope. Uh, if we have no peace, it is because we have forgotten that we belong to each other. Let us always meet each other with a smile, for the smile is the beginning of love. Mm, that's true. I like that. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has not come yet. We only have today. Let us begin. <laughs> and one last one, guys. Number 10, be faithful in small things, because it is in them that your strength lies. Word. Wow. Oh, yeah, it's not going to be in the video version, but I was doing some mad hip-hop shit, guys. Thanks for listening <laughs> to Pros and Conquerors, the bad boys of history. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, share. Tell your friends. Argue with them over there. Should people be a saint? Are they Are they statues? Come down, up, whatever. You know what I mean? We're figuring it out. <laughs> Whoa, that wasn't a sentence. Okay, you went, okay. You went wild there. Should people be a saint? Should they have statues? Should we honor them? Should we dishonor them? Should we spit on their graves? Fuck. Should we rub their medallions on our tumors or what? I definitely will say I would never spit on a grave, and I would definitely take one of those medallions. I would definitely have one, just right. in case, you know, just in case. Well, I wonder how much they are. We'll look at. We'll look into it. We'll get back to you guys. Thanks for listening. Check us out next week. Peace. Later, guys. Pros, conquerors. thank you for listening to pros and conquerors the bad boys of history rate review subscribe and share and remember to participate on our instagram and shit and all that good stuff and blah 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 (laughs) follow us on instagram 